Hello and welcome to The Court Jester, the podcast that brings you one saucy medieval tale after another. I am Cleo Pethenu, medievalist and storyteller. And before I dive with you into the bits of today's story, which is a particularly obscene one, I am going to give you fair warning. There are several swear words in this one, and there's also what you would expect from a story that was written several centuries ago, which means that the humor in it is, well, gender binary, ableist, misogynist, and completely upset. However, it was intended as something funny, and in this context we're going to tell this story today. If this is not for you today, that's totally fine. You can just give this one a skip or come back at a later date. If you think you can consume this one in context, come with me. Because I'm sure you've heard of a trial by fire. But have you heard of a trial by cunt? Our story begins, as usual, in the countryside, in one of the villages of medieval France, where a man had three daughters and a very dashing neighbour. That neighbour's name was Robin, and he had a lot of good things going for him. First of all, he was hot. He was also a man of means, not particularly rich, but you know, he wasn't, he wasn't poor either, and he didn't mind spending. So it wasn't long before all three of them fell head over heels for Robin, and Robin was sleeping with all three of them. As you can imagine, these things cannot stay secret for long. So, one good morning, the elder sister confessed to the two younger ones that her hand and her heart have been promised to a very good young man. Oh, sister, who is he? asked the second one. That's our neighbour, Robin, said proudly the first one. Well, that can't be, said the second one, because Robin's love is me. There must be some mistake, said the third one, the youngest because I have it on very good authority that there is no other woman in Robin's life, no other woman but me. Things were escalating very quickly, and their father just happened to walk in and found them ready to tear at each other's hair. What's happening here? asked the father. Oh, father, very fortunate of you to come in, said the first daughter. I'd like your blessing to marry the man that has my heart and my love, and it's actually someone that you will most definitely approve. It's it's our neighbour Robin. You know him, and I'd be most happy if you could give him my hand in marriage. I'd rather die than let you do that, said the second daughter. Father, I promise, Robin loves me three times more than he loves her. The third one didn't even speak. She just went to the fireplace, got a stick, and drove it into her sister's ribs. This was once more becoming unmanageable, so the man jumped between them and pulled them apart. Are you three trying to tell me that you are in love with the same man? he asked. And exactly how did you see this working, all of you? Can you imagine of a priest approving such a union? Now, I will think. And as I am thinking... None of you is allowed to go near Robin again. I will give you my decision in a month. Meanwhile, you will stay here and do nothing and wait for my decision. And he left, banging the door behind him. As he was walking on the village streets, he found himself very confused. What to do? Where to go? Whom to ask? As it was sensible for a man of his time, he thought, maybe I'll go to church. There's choir there and... Maybe some sort of epiphany will come to me. On the way to the church, 
he ran into his brother. Brother, good thing I found you, he said. You won't believe what happened to me this morning. And he told him what happened to him this morning. Yes, I see you have yourself a tricky situation there, said the brother. But leave that to me, I have an idea. I'll just come home with you now and follow my lead. I think I know how we're going to solve this. And they went back home to find the girls separated, not fighting, but grumpily looking at each other from different sides of the room. Now, nieces, said the uncle, I hear we have a problem here. Would you mind telling me what the issue is? The issue is, said the first daughter, that Robin loves me and I love him and I need to marry him at once and everyone needs to approve of this. I will kill you. You should stop talking, said the second one. Robin is mine and will always be mine. You three shut up immediately, said the third one. Robin is mine and he loves me better than both of you combined. Now, 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 all calm down, said the uncle. You all understand that he can only marry one of you. And I promise to the one that we will choose that I will give the dowry myself. But in order to choose which one will marry Robin, you will have to answer my riddle. And I will choose for Robin's bride the best answer to my riddle. Is that fair? We can work with that, said all three girls. It sorts the matter out quite nicely. Good, glad we agree. But I will have to bring also some town elders to sit in judgment so that it's not just me and your father. We'll have to bring some wise men as well to make sure that our verdict is the best it can be. Is that fair? Of course, uncle, of course. Just ask away, we will answer in the best way we can. So father and uncle invited the wise men of the village to sit in judgment in this riddle game that was starting in his house. Father, uncle and three wise men invited the first girl, the oldest daughter. Now tell me, niece, said the uncle, and think wisely before you pronounce your answer. Which one was born first, your cunt or you? Oh, uncle, I swear by all the saints, my cunt is older than I am, because my cunt has a beard and I do not, replied the girl confidently and feeling very smug. The five judges looked at each other, nodded in appreciation of the answer and waved her away. The second one was invited to the test. Now tell me, niece, said the uncle, which one is older, your cunt or you? Oh, uncle, said the niece, I know this one and take note. I'm older than my cunt by quite a bit because my mouth has teeth and my cunt doesn't. The judges looked at each other, nodded at the answer and waved her away. It was now time for the third one and she approached the committee with a smile on her face. You tell me, niece, which one is younger, your cunt or you? If it please you, uncle, said the girl. My cunt is younger than myself and this is how I know it. My mouth has been weaned from my mother's breast. It doesn't look to suck anymore. But the mouth that I have in my cunt, oh, it thirsts. It thirsts and it hungers and it needs to suck all the time. Now all of you wise men look at me and tell me that this wasn't the best answer, she said with a smug smile. The men looked at each other, nodded and proclaimed their decision. Your answer is true, and for the verity and honesty of it, we grant you the right and the dowry to marry Robin, they said. And now I ask you, 
was the right verdict given, who would you give the prize to? Because the story's author has travelled far and wide and he's been asking all his audiences from a time very long ago which one of the three sisters should marry Robin? And I think it's only fair we do the same. This was a trial by cunt. If you liked what you heard, I hope you take the time to answer the original author's question at the end of the story. I also hope that you will have a look at the links below in the show notes where you can find the court jesters, social media and ways to contact us. Also, make sure to subscribe to the court jester so that you never miss an episode and if you feel so inclined, have a look at our Patreon. We already have some patrons that we're going to thank just now, so thank you Jessica and thank you Joseph for your support. It gives me a sense of achievement and the ability to give you more stories from the Middle Ages because while the court jester is a labor of love of a medievalist and storyteller, just me, and that's frankly the only way that I get to know whether you like what I do or not. And thank you for listening. Until next time. <laughs>